0: Hi, and welcome to episode 158 of the Dinner Sisters podcast. We're two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working. And you know what's so funny? The script is from last time we did this when I was in that little lake cabin. Uh,
1: now but now I'm update. not.
0: I know, I should have updated it. But I was like, oh, remember when? Um, yeah, but now I'm in Decatur, Georgia. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. Or if I'm really honest, I'm almost always. Thinking about dessert too, which <laughs> for this cookbook review is perfect. This week we're reviewing our latest cookbook, The Book on Pie Everything You Needed to Know to Bake Perfect Pies by Aaron McDowell.
1: And I, Betsy Wallace, I live, work, and raise a family here in Atlanta, Georgia. Love dinner time, love dessert time.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: we have it every once in a while. We throw in kind of a pie, dessert, sweets cookbook for a cookbook review. And I think we were kind of due for one. So I'm excited yeah. about this. And we're here again with our friend Tara uh, for a cookbook review episode. Hi, my name is Tara. I'm a photographer with three kids
2: and a husband living in Atlanta. And um, I really enjoy reading cookbooks. And um, I'm really happy to be here with you guys once again.
0: <laughs> so fun. It's just really, it's just real. oh, these, I always look forward to these episodes. So our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And how this works for our cookbook reviews, we decided, well, Tara kind of decides <laughs> that she's I always the one decide. Lover. Yeah, I always decide. She always <laughs> decides. And then we're like, let's do this and really dig into it. And so we cook a ton of recipes from it. And then we talk to you about it. And we'll have a link to the recipes if we can find them on the web, as well as a link to purchase the cookbook on our website, which, by the way, is dinnersisters.com.
1: If you want to hear our other cookbook reviews, we've done quite a few of them now. It's been almost three years. You mm-hmm. can check out our website. We do cookbook reviews um, is it every eight or ten episodes? Every eight, yeah. every eight episodes. So it's been well, basically, so
0: yeah. Every ten episodes on the eights. That's what I should say. Okay. Ooh, try and figure that little riddle. There's a math out problem for you.
1: Going back <laughs> through, um, but we have a cookbook section on our website. You can go back through and check out old episodes that way, and see if there's um, something you'd like to take a listen to. Lots of different cookbooks that we've reviewed together. So let's kick this off this week, Kate. What are we doing?
0: Yeah, so like I said in the intro, we are reviewing the book on pie, Everything You Need to Know to Bake Perfect Pies by Erin McDowell. And if you haven't heard from her before, or maybe if the name sounds familiar, she's a food stylist, and I would describe her as just a baker extraordinaire. And you may have seen her where she teaches weekly baking classes on the Food Network Kitchen. And she also hosts a series, Bake It Up a Notch for Food 52, so some online places. And she also has a first book called The Fearless Baker that was published back in 2017 was named one of the best baking books of the year by the New York Times. And um, this latest book that we're reviewing is a New York Times bestseller. Um, And that came out in October of last year. So I think she's, I mean, she's prolific. She's James Beard Award winning for her food styling. She's great. But she also has this like warm and genuine personality, which I love. She's great on camera. She's very, you know, you're like, oh, she would be fun to have a cup of coffee with. and. In addition, she's just an expert at baking. So I was super excited to try out her book. And Tara, I was wondering why you were so keen to choose a book all about pie. Well, I
2: think pastry is a very intimidating thing. I even took like a baking cooking class up in Vermont, and I still Mm. don't feel like I have like a hand on pastry. So um, it was last year, Thanksgiving, and I wanted to make a pie. And so I found her online And kind of fell in love with uh, her warm presence, I guess Mm -hmm. you would say, online. And I watched a few of her tutorials and decided that I really wanted to do this cookbook and really dive in um, and to just be more confident in my pie uh, baking abilities.
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, I I did not have strong feelings either way. I do follow her on Instagram just as kind of a fun, a fun follow. And so when Tara suggested this book, I was like, oh yeah, pies, that'll be fun. You know, cool. And I think I underestimated the stamina you would need to be cooking (laughs) out of a pie cookbook for six weeks. So (laughs) I I, I would, (laughs) my first impression was like, super cool. Let's do some pies. Um, and that turned out to be maybe, um, maybe it was good that I didn't know what I didn't
0: know before we went into this. (laughs) Fair, fair. I mean, talking about (laughs) Tara, like talking about first impressions, um, what was your first impression? I mean, Betsy's was like, this is a lot of pie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Fair. It is a book about pie. So that's a good, good start. Well, I mean, I knew it
2: was going to be a bit intimidating. I mean, it is all about pastry um, you're working with butter, which is never an easy thing to, to work with, but I will say it's, it's a very thick cookbook. It's like the Bible on pie, mm-hmm. uh, with the amount of photographs and how to's and tips and, like the amount of variety that she puts in that book, which I do. I mean, I appreciate, I appreciate that, you know, she'll give you a recipe, but she'll say, if you don't have this, why don't you use this? And then you can use this topping and you can interchange this for this. So if you're someone who might get overwhelmed by the amount of options, this book might be a little difficult uh, to read and get through, but there's a lot of information jammed in to that. Yeah. Jammed into yeah. this book,
0: I so. I totally agree. She's got such extensive directions that it sometimes it feels overwhelming. But if you kind of start with a recipe and then work backwards, um every time I had a question, I could find the answer in the book, mm-hmm. which was kind of it's kind of rare because I feel like sometimes it's like, oh, I've got to go online and and Google this thing because I you know don't bake I honestly don't bake pies that often. But like I had a question, how I was like, oh, I should just get some ceramic pie weights. Cause I, I love have a, having a specialty item, you know, mm-hmm. um, and I've got room in my kitchen. So I'm like, yes, let's just fill it up with pie weights. And I was like, I wonder how much I should buy. And I went into her book and found the answer there. Yeah. So I think, you know, it's super expensive, yep. um, almost more pies than I knew what to do with, mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. really honest. Uh, I, you know, honestly, I don't think our listeners are going to cook as many pies as we did, you know, that may be part of the issue here. <laughs> Each made many pies, um, but I will say also like to Tara. I was wondering, you know, her photographs are so beautifully styled. Yeah, you can tell yeah. that she's a stylist, right?
2: Yeah, and and I mean, it makes you hungry for a pie. I mean, that's the mm. whole point. It, it, you know, the the beautiful like slice of pie where you see all the layer. I mean, it, well, I guess it depends on what kind of pie it is, but I mean, just the way she cut her pies. Oh, and here's another really big thing is that, um, which I'll be interested as we get into more of this, but where you like, you're supposed to be able to lift your pie crust out of your, out of your pie pan and be able to hold it because you're, there's no soggy bottoms. Um, and so like, that's a big thing. And she uses all butter, like an all butter crust, which is, I guess, a, a little bit unusual. Um, I don't know how many pies you all have made before, but um, anyway, yeah, she she has really great photos, and it makes everything, all the recipes, look really tempting to want to try out. I mm. I earmarked a lot, but definitely did not get through half of what because I got a little burnt out on.
0: <laughs> pies. Same, same. Yeah, I think our, uh, one one takeaway for everybody listening is maybe don't make six pies in six weeks Mm-mm.
1: you know <laughs> the pie cookbook is a slow burn right? that's a uh, yes <laughs> it's how it should be enjoyed yeah
0: <laughs> all right so enough of how many pies we made I think we Betsy. <laughs> <see, laughs> what did you end up making um from the recipe like what's a highlight for you
1: so one of my highlights is I made a phyllo dough crust Pie. Ooh, and yeah. that one was a custard pie, like a classic egg custard, and with a filo dough crust. So, the way you made it is just you have the filo dough, right? The little thin, papery um, pieces, and you just do a little butter and cinnamon sugar in between. And then you kind of you're sort of layering them so they make almost a sunflower effect. And then you put that into your pie plate, and that's your pie crust. And then Yum. inside goes an egg custard. And my I thought it was just delicious. The custard was delicious. The phyllo dough crust looked so pretty kind of – because it looks very ruffly and kind of like mm-hmm. delicate, you know, mm-hmm. around the edges. And I didn't have to make a pie crust. So that was fun if anyone's specifically <laughs> avoiding yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, really, I really searched that one out. I was <laughs> – And so I. it was funny, though, because my daughter thought I forgot to take the parchment paper off before I baked the pie. She was hesitant to eat it because my youngest, because she thought the filo dough was actually just like little slices of parchment paper underneath there. Um, (laughs) But so there are some like really, yeah, there are some really kind of unusual and cool crusts that she has, like this filo dough one. There is a, um, like a haystack crust so she makes it with like the crunchy um what do they call those chow mein like chow mein noodles noodles. Chow chow mein noodles yeah and chocolate a melted chocolate kind of crust and there's some really kind of neat ones so even if you are not up to the task of making a a lot of like all butter pie crusts and things like that there are some things to um kind of look for in there for that so that's what i wanted to mention first tara what about you well i tried out a few things um i definitely
2: wanted to tackle the puff pastry so there's um oh i should also say that there are savory pies in this book mm-hmm. as well as dessert pies um so i decided to do a tomato and cheese pie puff pastry mm. um and um so you make a basically a rough puff pastry um you make it very similar similarly to the crust where you um break up the butter with your hands and flour, water. It's, it's very basic. Um, and then you just do all the folding. So that Mm. took, I mean, I think I made it, I made the, the puff pastry the day before I actually rolled it out. It was, and it actually, it worked beautifully. It really was pretty simple. It, it was, I, well, The ingredient list was simple. It just took a long time with (laughs) all the folding. I kept track on a board to figure out how many folds I did. Um, and then, yeah. And then you, you top the pie with like cherry tomatoes and brie and, um, and I think just like mozzarella and then Parmesan I believe maybe it's not mozzarella. No, it's cheddar. I'm sorry. It's, yeah. it, was, it was, it was a little while since I made this pie, but my kids did not like the brie on top of it. So it went over wonderfully with my husband and I, in fact, <laughs> I could have like cut down on the cheese cause there was so much cheese on that pie, but it was delicious. Um, and then the other one I wanted to mention, I made a streusel pie. So as Betsy said, if you're not into making the all butter pie crust, which is what she is known for, which by the way, I did pass the uh, no soggy bottom challenge. I was able to remove all my pies from the pie plate and like put them on a cutting board and cut them, which is like pretty amazing. It's Mm -hmm. That's the first time that's ever happened to me when I've made a pie before. Um, But for the blueberry streusel, That's a, she has a streusel recipe, you triple it. And so you do like two thirds of the streusel in like a nine inch um, free form kind of, uh, what is it? Like a, it's not a cake tin, but it's spring spring form pan, spring form pan. And then you put quite a few, um, I I did blueberries. Um, She mentions a couple different fruits that you could do. And then you top it with streusel, more the third- the well the rest of the streusel that's in the bowl and then you bake it and it's beautiful my kids went nuts over this this was probably their favorite one that i made and i have to agree it was very delicious but once again it was really it was actually pretty easy because i didn't have to make a pie crust right. and i didn't have to do a lot of the refrigeration and like the perking of the pie you know like there yeah. was none of the fussiness with a crust um but yeah kate how what did you make
0: yeah. I, so I did make, um, one of her butter crusts. I made this. So I made one of those just like the regular, and that was delightful. Um, worked really, really well. Probably one of the best pie crusts that I've ever made. Cause I kind of struggle with them. And I made, um, what was the second pie I made with the butter crust? Who knows? Okay. Anyway. So, <laughs> but I did, I think the best pie that I made, to be honest, was this mango pie, that Betsy will talk about the other pie that was at this birthday party, but was one pie for this birthday party. And it was mango puree lightened with um, whipped cream, gelatin to stabilize it and meringue. And you pile that in a cookie crust. And I use ginger snaps. And then you put this like mango curd on top.
2: Oh and it God. was that so good. <laughs>
0: really good it was so good it was kind of light tasting it was super delicious um and then the other peat pie that I made that was I really loved was this chocolate sugar pie which is kind of like a custard pie but there's no eggs in it it's just mm. it's thickened by flour so it's a little oh. bit of flour milk the cocoa powder the sugar and you pour that into your pie crust um and in this case I just used I think it was a um her butter crust, so good. What was the consistency? Of like that a custard pie, pie. like a oh, custard okay. pie. Okay. And I would describe the taste because the egg wasn't in there to yeah. like kind of. It the taste was like really pure cocoa pudding. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, that makes right. Sense. So it's real clean tasting instead of mm-hmm. kind of having that eggy richness, which mm-hmm. is also delicious, right? So it didn't it was I, I was I loved it. Um, I think I gave some to Betsy's sister-in-law, she loved it. I had to like give it away to people because <laughs> it was it. I was like I can't have this in my house. Um <laughs> so I loved that. That was really good. Another one that got good reviews was this Earl Grey custard pie with caramel on top. Which mm. is insane. And a and a bit of work, but very very good. Betsy, what was uh what was a fun recipe or surprise that you made?
1: Well, so we As soon as we got the book, there is a very impressive right in the middle of the book kind of birthday cake pie. and Stunning. Yes. You had mentioned that we made two pies because it was my daughter's birthday. My middle daughter made it. She turned nine. And she wanted like a big buffet table full of food for her (laughs) birthday. She
0: is a girl (laughs) after my own heart. I mean,
1: she was like, I would like a a sausage and cheese board. And like, I just want this whole full, like, table filled up with like platters of food and We you're like okay um and so <laughs> we we did, did some it. we did we did we potlucked it we made two pies and uh this birthday cake pie had a, a cookie crust so it was a vanilla wafers crust that you par bake and then the uh you know the filling cake was a little bit similar to that chocolate sugar pie that you oh, made oh okay Sure. Yeah. It's kind of a a version of that. And it really, you and I thought that was, it was just, it was sweet. I mean, it was a rich, sweet pie, but my sister-in-law again was like, this tastes just like Birthday cake ice cream, Uh and we were a little gaggy about that. And she was like, "I love birthday cake ice cream. That's one of my favorite
0: flavors." Yes, and the girls (laughs) loved it. Uh You know. Also, I had eaten a lot of sausage before this, so Mm -hmm. I was maybe not primed (laughs) to have like a rich piece of birthday cake pie on top of everything. Also, it was entirely decorated in blue sprinkles. Oh, sure Sure, which is beautiful, but blue pie. It's a lot, it's a lot. It was a lot. Maida loved it, yeah. You and
1: you do in the um, in like the filling, you kind of mix in sprinkles, yes. So there's kind of sprinkles, all it's really fun, and then you pipe kind of a whipped cream around the edge of it, and it's Mm -hmm. very festive. Mm -hmm. And it was just a really fun. Kind of non traditional birthday cake, so that was that was a fun surprise, and I'm glad we did it. Yeah, same. It was real cute. Hmm.
2: Tara, Terrible. what did you do? Well, okay, so here's my here's my two surprise ish pies. I will say, I okay, so even though I was able to pull my pie crust out of the uh, pie plate, I had a lot of butter meltage. Um, whenever I did the all butter. Oh dough and i i mean i attempted this crust um four or five times because i made two at thanksgiving and then i made more pies after i got the cookbook and i just kept on having all this butter leakage i mean it's got a lot of butter in the pie crust, but um i finally felt when i made the i so Okay, so I made a, uh, like a striped citrus pie, and then I also made a peanut butter and jelly pie. So the peanut butter and jelly pie was the last all butter pie crust that I made. and I finally felt like I cracked it on that one. Mm-hmm. So it took me that many pies to like <laughs> figure out. Um, like I ended up, she tells you in the book to chill it like a certain amount of time. Well, I would always do it double. Oh, Okay. So I don't know if my refrigerator runs like too hot or something, or my oven is not. I mean, I had like three oven temper, like oven thermometers going at one time, trying to figure out why is my pie crust not well. She
0: she also works in the Northeast in a house that I'm sure the temperature of the house probably just cold. It's probably much colder, and so I wonder if she her dough just starts colder. Yeah, it could, could. but
2: I, but I just want to encourage people who do try out this cookbook that are having problems with like the all butter pie crust that it's, it's normal. (laughs) It's like, I feel like I, I have like, I'm, I'm a baker. Like I've done a lot of cooking and baking and I struggled with the all butter pie crust. Um, but it was good at the same time. I got lots of compliments. Everybody loved it. I'm my own worst critic, but I I felt like I needed to like say that. But Mm -hmm. like we mentioned before in the cookbook, she has all of your troubleshooting. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it talks about anywhere between like, if you have hot hands or if you have cold hands and I, you know, you realize that pie crust is just very finicky. (laughs) It is very particular, but her fillings are amazing. Her fillings. I, I don't, I I had no problems with any of the fillings that I made. So, okay. So the striped citrus pie, it was three different curds. I ended up going with all the curds that she used in the book. So I had a tangerine layer. So I made a tangerine curd and then I let it uh, refrigerate for like an hour. And then I made a grapefruit curd, let that refrigerate. And then I did I think the last one was a lime curd. Mm. Let's see. No, no. Oh, you know what? Sorry. It was grapefruit, tangerine and blood orange. Mm -hmm. Ooh, yeah. I really wanted to make make that. So I'm glad you did. So I made that. My meringue was beautiful. I mean, the whole thing. Oh, well, actually that one wasn't a meringue. It was a, it was a, like a whip. It was like a cream, whipped cream. Delicious. Okay. So the other one I made was the peanut butter and jelly pie. That was the favorite of all the pies I made in this book. It's a, it's a peanut butter, like, like whipped cream situation. I I don't even know what you would call it, but it's like cream cheese, uh, cream, and then like peanut butter and you whip it together with powdered sugar. And that is like your filling. So you don't have to Mm -hmm. cook that. And then what goes on top, I did a raspberry meringue on top of that. So it's freeze. Yeah. It's freeze dried raspberries that is whipped up with the egg, um, the egg whites and the sugar. And it's, I would say it's not difficult, but it's not the easiest thing to make this meringue. But I did it and it was, I mean it was I I made it for the Super Bowl. Oh that's um, nice. Yeah. And it was amazing. It was really delicious. It was very impressive um and i wanted to experiment with other like meringue flavors after i learned that trick of freeze dried um fruit so yeah so those are my surprises that i made um kate did you have any
0: uh surprise i did i branched out and i made a savory pie that she called a pretzel pie which <laughs> i, I would, when i heard that you made this I just, I, I just wanted to give you
2: a gold star already. The fact that you attempted it after I read the instructions to
0: make a pretzel pie. Yeah, so to clarify, and um, Jordan, if you're listening, uh, we had some communication errors. I was telling people about this pretzel pie and I was like, why are people making a funny face? And finally, someone asked, Jordan, she's the one who asked, um, said, that doesn't sound great. And I was like, why not? And she was like, because, I mean, I guess I don't know how pretzels would be as a filling. And I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Because no. like, that's how we say pies. Like, you're like, whatever's in there. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. It's like, so the crust is actually the pretzel part. If you could picture like more of a flatbread kind of situation or a galette, right? So you make a, a yeast dough, a pretzel dough, and then you make, um, caramelized onions and that goes on top and then um, some goat cheese and some herbs and then some sausage. But before you do anything else with this pie, you coat it in lye because that's what gives pretzels that shiny, golden, deep, chewy Mm -hmm. crust. And so I was like, well, this is great. Now I have an excuse to buy lye which has been something that I've been thinking about for a long time as one does As think about that. (laughs) Right. So it had to be like, it was, (laughs) I was very excited about it. And like the science teacher in me, was like, well, I don't have a locked cabinet, but I can put it up here, (laughs) share it with my colleagues or former science teachers. She was like, why do you have sodium hydroxide in your house? And like, let me tell you about pretzels. Um, It was beautiful. Absolutely. Her directions were spot on ended up being a fantastic pie gave it to friends they really liked it said it'd be like a good beer snack Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know a little snack with beer which i was like that sounds great um yeah so like if you're up for she really does have like if you're up for a challenge there are several recipes in here um that'll do it for you it was an intense project i'm not gonna lie (laughs) i was like i had gloves i'm like painting on the the lie outside I was like, oh, I don't have I don't have safety glasses, so I put on sunglasses. Oh, oh my oh, gosh! Lord. It was a, it was a situation. It was a situation. But the ones that it, the other project, speaking of like the want to make, which I think we'll get into next, is um, there's another pie in there that would kind of cross seasons for it. So I have a bookmark which is a peppermint chocolate pie, and it's like a base of like chocolate, and then it's got this peppermint whipped cream on top. And you chill it or meringue. I can't remember whichever. And then you put a um, magic shell topping on it. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And it wow. just looks amazing. And yeah. so I'm putting, putting a, a bookmark on that. But more realistically, <laughs> I'm looking forward to fruit pies for summer. Mm-hmm. And there's a peach cream pie for my first summer in Atlanta that I'm definitely going to make. Mm. Um, Betsy, are you going to make the peppermint chocolate pie or, or do you have something else? No, I probably I don't won't know. be.
1: Um, I will. I'll eat the peppermint chocolate pie yeah. if you make that next year. So okay, be good. Cool. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I also thought, though, that there's really a nice fruit pie section that we're just sort of out of season for right now. And I guess that's, you know, credit to this book, though. There was a lot to make. It's not only your fruit pies right like there's so there's such such a depth of, of options here so that was good i saw a um she has a chocolate crust crusted like citrus slab pie mm-hmm. so it's like mm, yeah you know that did you see that one or it's i don't know if it's a slab pie what is that yeah called? it's like a, it's, it's like, a
0: chocolate rough it's a chocolate rough puff okay kind of a yeah. tart and then you yeah. yeah. put citrus well, and, slices and, and, on the top
2: yeah, it, well, it was like candied clementines.
0: No, that one she did not oh. make.
2: <laughs> no, okay. this is like a chocolate crust. <laughs> Good correction. Good correction, because I was like, wow, Betsy's going to make the candied
1: clementines. I wanted to make as- the
0: candied clementines. Betsy. Oh, well, like, I'm sure. I'm sure you gross. did. I'm sure
1: you did. Gross. But <laughs> That one oh, is my. just the, the candied clementines actually looks like whole cutie oranges. Dribbled up on top of a thing. (laughs) Like my kids could not. We're not even sure how you would eat that because they're like (laughs) unpeeled.
0: Orange. (laughs) They actually brought the book up to me and were like, "Look at this pie." And I was like, "Oh, I wanted to make that." They're like, "Oh." They were like, keep that
1: to yourself, Aunt Kate. <laughs> Do not bring that over here. Uh, yeah, so there's some very – like, everything is very impressive and cool and sort of – you know, there's a lot of inside the box, but there's also a lot out, outside the box. But the one I was thinking of is, like, just under your half-sheet pan, there's a chocolate crust, and then you layer some, like, blood oranges and some oh. citrus on there. Um, it almost looks like a winter tomato tart kind of, you know, that sort of look. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. There's some things in there that I have kind of, and I love a custard uh, and a cream pie. That's Mm -hmm. kind of love those. So yeah. Tara, what are you thinking about making?
2: Well, um, I didn't get to try any of the cookie crust that's in there Mm -hmm. and she has like a spiced, like citrus cookie crust. She, I mean, she just really has variations on everything. Um so there was like a few more crusts that I wanted to try. There was also like a granola crust that I thought sounded mm. interesting. It was like a breakfast pie. So then the filling was like a cheesecakey yogurt f- filling with like fresh berries sprinkled mm. on top, which I thought sounded really good with a granola crust. Um but um I just I didn't get a chance to make an apple pie. <laughs> oh. And I she's got a couple different variations on apple pie. Um, and her favorite one that's in there, it looked fairly straightforward. So, um, yeah, so I would like, I mean, I'm going to go with you guys as well and just say like the fruit pie. She has a great fruit pie section. And I also want to add, she also has a whole thing about how to cook with frozen fruit or how to cook with jam. Um, Mm -hmm. like you don't have access to fresh fruit at that moment, which I just, I mean, once again, this is like the Bible of pie. Um, I'm everything really sure, yeah. you, you basically need to know about fillings and crust and rolling things out and pressing things into the pie plate. What kind of pie plate do you use? Like all kinds yeah. of stuff. So it's very informative. Um, so I feel like if I got my hands on the book again, I would find new things that I didn't notice before, you know, <laughs> cause there's so yeah. much in there. There's so much in there. I can't believe I didn't
0: make the jam tart.
2: Yeah, that looked Weird. pretty
0: simple. I mean, was that one had a chocolate crust too, didn't it? Mm-hmm.
2: She had like cutouts. <sighs> well, I mean, the sad yeah, thing about
0: moving is like... that my jam collection has taken a, a ding, oh. you know? So I got to build it up again. Yeah. Um, but don't worry, guys. I'm working <laughs> on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> All right, final judgment, Betsy. What do you think? What would you say about getting this cookbook?
1: Okay, I'm going to
0: just... Uh,
1: be very honest here and tell you quite a few times I picked up the pie book, put it back on my bookshelf, and then made a snacking cake. So (laughs) I think what that tells me, and it's so funny because I was like, oh, this is a real know-yourself moment here, right? Because I did want something good. Like I I wanted something to like make something for dessert or something like that. And um, I think this is really a 201 book, Kate, also, because- Mm -hmm. I went through this with my kids and we were thinking about things we wanted to make and Grant realized they have, you know, it says in the top, there's like easy, medium and hard pies. Yes. And there are really not that many easy pies. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of medium pies
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: and there are a good amount of hard pies and there are not quite as many easy pies. So I think this is really geared towards someone who wants to like get into it maybe pick up a new hobby mm-hmm. level up mm-hmm. level up this is a level up book i would mm-hmm. say this is not a 101 book
0: no mm-hmm. no no
1: but i mean it
2: it's a one on one on pastry
0: yeah and i yeah. feel like yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. if you are like i want to i want to learn pastry then this is great this is what you need to learn pastry but i will say learning pastry is not for beginners. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be. I, I, I mean, but it's just like, it's not an easy, like pastry is not easy. Like there's a reason why pastry is expensive, you know, like it's, it's not an easy thing. Um, and with, you know, with all that said, like I decided not to purchase the book. I loved the book, but I have a lot of cookbooks. And I am not going to be making pie on a regular basis. In fact, I bought pie crust the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so, but it's because like like you said, Betsy, like a snacking cake is very different from like a pie. Like when you want to make a pie, you have to plan it out. Like you have to know like I'm going to make crust on this day because I have to let it sit in the fridge for this amount of time. When a cake, you just kind of throw it together Um, so yeah, so I I can easily get this at my library and I'm happy to get it, you know, during the summer when we have more fresh fruits. Um, and I also wanted to add, she has, and I know I mentioned this earlier, but she has a lot of instructional videos online and she also has a lot of recipes online. So, um, if you want to kind of try her out first before you get the cookbook, there's lots online that you can discover about her. And she's also, she's just, she is a fun follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So she makes, I mean, everything she makes is really beautiful um, and how she presents it. So that is a fun, you know, maybe takeaway. Um, If you're not interested in purchasing the book, maybe just follow her on Instagram and maybe be inspired. Yeah. Um, and Kate, how about you?
0: I'm not sad I have this cookbook, but I also really love having cookbooks. So I feel like it fills a spot on my shelf that I probably didn't have before. So if you're, uh, but I don't disagree with you guys. I think it's a 201 book. If you're into making pies, if pies are one of your favorite things to eat, I know some people just love a pie. Like, Mm -hmm. go for it. Get this. This will will serve you well. You will make good to great pies out of this. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. None of us had, you know what I think is so interesting? None of us had a fail. Right, no, right, right. right, you know what I mean, which I think is yeah. really telling, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. For pie, none of us yeah. were like, "Oh, this one did not go well." So I think that's actually a pretty ringing endorsement of yeah. her cooking's cookbook style. Um, and I think too, like, there were so many options. Like, even if you're not a sweets person, but like, you're like, I, you know, I wouldn't mind making. There's a falafel pie. Yeah. That was like. Yes. There's a bunch of other that things in there, so. Yeah. So I think there's things to explore. I mean, maybe get at the library and then see if you, you, you know, or buy it if someone's, if you're really into pie. And let's be honest, we might be still, you know, dealing with being inside for a while longer. So maybe this will be <laughs> a pandemic <laughs> hobby 2.0. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to have it mainly because I'm excited to be in the South this year and having all these fruits, um, uh, available mm-hmm. to make delicious pies out of, but you know, but you be the judge. Maybe we'll have a talk about it on our Facebook group in the end though, Tara, always fun to have you. We make so many pies <laughs> because of you. And like, I think that's amazing. I never would have done it with otherwise. So I think that's really fun. Well, it's and, a really, and, yeah, it was, I mean, it's a great challenge. And so I'm
2: happy to have friends do that with me. And yeah, I was just really anxious to get my hands on this one because I had seen so much press about Mm -hmm. it. So thank you for joining me in this adventure and this endeavor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what's for dinner this week or dessert, I guess, ladies. (laughs) That's was for dessert this week in the special
0: episode. Uh, See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff. If you have some dinner or even cookbook ideas, you can always send us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Facebook. And as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. If you'd like to support the podcast, we're on Patreon, patreon patreon.com backslash dinnersisters. Thanks and happy eating.